It is a technological world, and Blaine Kylo is the keeper of all things tech. Okay, um, Blaine, I know it's a bit of a surprise for you, but we were talking about tipping. It's not very techie, but I just get your thoughts. So we went in for Wing Wednesday, and um, service was polite and kind, and all things good server. Uh, although we didn't hear from the server for a long period of time as to what was going on, we waited an hour for chicken wings. And uh, the wings were fine when they came. They were good. She apologized for the slow, so she was very well aware. But I, my question was, at that point, do you tip or do you not tip, or do you reduce the tip? What would you do? Uh, I think I am walking out of the place before they even deliver the wings if it's an hour between mm. ordering and receiving. I would just – I would have walked. Um, certainly, I might uh, – I'm probably not tipping in that in that instance – Mm-hmm. Cool. cool. I like that. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. What does everyone else think? 877-399-9898. Um, yeah. Um, tips. Always a contentious issue. Technology with Blaine Kylo. That's why we're here. Solocore.com. S-O-L-O-C-O-R-P-S.com. If you want to get in touch with all things Blainer, you can do that. Let's get started with the gaming, Blaine. It looks like we got some switcheroos happening in the land, speaking of payments, the land of subscriptions for video game access. Yeah, Xbox uh, has done something that we kind of thought that they might do, and that is Xbox Live Gold is going away. Now, this is the subscription service that um, Microsoft started back in 2002. It was the premium service that really um, gave gamers access to the servers that allowed for a multi online multiplayer gaming so for the longest time if you wanted to play destiny or you wanted to play call of duty and you wanted to play on those online games you needed to have an xbox live gold membership but when microsoft came out with the xbox game pass subscription service that gives you access to hundreds of games in a library the sense was that at some point they were going to find a way to fold the multiplayer online gaming into the game pass. And that happens effectively uh, September 14th of this year. So Xbox live gold is disappearing and it's going to be replaced with what they're calling Xbox game pass core. So if you're a game pass or an Xbox live gold member now, you're automatically going to get transferred to this new Game Pass core. The cost is the same. It's 12 bucks a month or $70 a year. What you're losing in the move over to Game Pass core is the Games with Gold um, feature that was part of all of this. And that was two games every month were made available for free to Xbox Live Gold members. And those were games that usually older games from the older library or independent games that maybe people didn't know much about that you could load into your library and you would have access to those for as long as you maintained your live gold membership. So you're not going to get that anymore. Instead, with the core membership, you're getting 25 plus games from the Game Pass library in addition to your multiplayer access. So you get access to more games. Some of the games that are going to be available right away include Among Us, Dishonored 2, Gears of War 5, Hellblade, Sinua's Sacrifice, and Psychonauts 2. Those are just a handful of the 25 that will be available. And that becomes the core subscription in Game Pass. 
Other options, if you want to be a Game Pass subscriber, is console. That gives you access to the entire Game Pass library, but it does not give you multiplayer access. So if you're not interested in playing online multiplayer games, you just want all of the library available to you. 13 bucks a month, $156 a year for that. And then, of course, if you want to have multiplayer gaming and access to the complete library, you're going to go with Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, which gives you all of those things. And that's 19 bucks a month, $226 a year. Xbox simplifying the subscription models going forward. Have you ever gone through your credit card and totaled up all of your subscriptions that you pay for as a dad for the family? Um, no, but now that you mention it, I probably should. I've got the Xbox. I've got the Apple Arcade, which is part of Apple One. I've got a couple of TV streaming things. Yeah. yeah. Adds up. I just uh, yeah. cuz I was going through mine cuz I was moving I looked at one of my points cards I, I get for subscriptions like for recurring payments they actually give me more mm. points than for other ones so I've already got them on another credit card so I'm just moving everything around to to maximize that cuz I for me my comfort level is using my credit card to pay those because I I just pay them off as they come off but I did the math and I didn't know I can tell you this I didn't know that I was paying Apple about $19 a month total with a $4 charge, a $5 charge, and a $9 charge. And that's not all Apple. That's some of my apps like Flight Rider 24 and different ones like that that I love, right? right. But when right. you break it down, I'd be really curious, um, maybe for conversation here on The Shift, because you know people have – we have Disney+. Plus. My daughter loves Disney+. Plus. I watch a lot of Netflix, but currently we have Apple TV. You know, And they add – they really add – we got Prime. They all add up so quick. And then add gaming. Yeah, and and gaming is just another option, right? Because Ubisoft has got a subscription service. EA has got a subscription service. Sony and Microsoft both have subscription services. So, yes, you're not wrong when you add all of those things up. But I would suspect that most people don't have all. They have a couple. And I certainly think that with streaming these days, people have got one or two and they're dropping those that they don't need. So they'll watch Netflix hardcore for a couple of months and then drop Netflix and pick up something up, pick something else up. Let's uh, let's take that on as a challenge if we're all comfortable. I think let's do it. Would you take that on? Because I'll do it. I'll share what mine is. Um, I'll ask Ryan to share what his is for subscriptions. If you don't mind sharing what yours is, and we'll get Jono. Jono is at home, so that's different, but he can still figure it out which ones are all there. And let's take a look at what we're spending just as a sample um, on subscriptions on these entertainment services. I think that'd be fascinating to talk about. I think it's a great idea. Are we doing let's that do for it. next week? Next week. Let's do it for next Wednesday. Uh, next okay. Wednesday. We've okay. all got anyway, homework. Totally interrupted everything. Let's talk about the arcade launch. Yeah, Anstream Arcade is a streaming service. It's kind of like Netflix, but for video games. And their catalog has got 1,300 games. These are more classic games from things like the Amiga, the Commodore 64, Sega Genesis. And a lot of these games have never been playable on an Xbox console before now, but you can play them on the Xbox Series consoles because Anstream Arcade has just put their catalog onto the Xbox. You can get a full year of access to all of these games for 43 bucks, or you can lock down or you can lock down a lifetime pass for $124. Um, and 
this gives you access to all of these things streaming onto your Xbox. If you really like the idea of Anstream Arcade, you can also get it on your Mac OS and Windows computer systems, and you can play, actually, with a subscription any of the Anstream games through a browser on any computer. So a whole bunch of games that you could never play on an Xbox before now available because Anstream Arcade is available on the Xbox Series X and S consoles. And doesn't that make you, not to be a pessimist, but I mean, if Xbox Game Pass just changed from Live Gold to Game Pass Core, doesn't that mean if you bought a live subscription on one of these things, they could just change the name of it and say it's over? But that's always been true with any kind of digital licensing because you don't own these things. You have a license to use them. Um, Amazon has, Amazon has proven that uh, a couple of times because um, people, there are stories of people who lose access to their entire Kindle library because of some kind of a dispute or some kind of a, an error with their credit cards. And they have hundreds of books in their Kindle library that suddenly they don't have anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That totally makes sense. Okay, fishing. Let's go fishing. Yeah, quick one. Ridiculous fishing. One of the funnest mobile games you'll ever play is part of the Apple Arcade, another subscription service. $6 a month for that one. I have it bundled with my Apple One bundle. This is a really fun game. The whole idea is you sink your fishing line as deep into the ocean as you can by avoiding creatures. And then as you're coming back up with your line, you try and capture those creatures. And when you get to the surface, all of those fish fly into the air and you have to shoot them down with all kinds of crazy weapons. It is ridiculous fishing available on Apple Arcade. All right, so let's save the Roku combo for next week since we're talking about TVs. That would make sense to me. Um, and because I want to dig into this, one of the things that as an Android user, they always say that Apple users, all they do is they just steal Android's best items, then repackage them, release them, and say they're the first to have them. Probably true in a lot of ways. This particular story, kind of the opposite, because you've been able to drop photos, airdrop items on Apple products for years and years and years, and now Windows is uh, coming to it. Yeah, this is a Google product called Nearby Share, and it's something that they've enabled on Android devices. So you could actually use Nearby Share to go from Android to Android device, but they've now enabled it for Windows. And so you're right, Apple steals functionality from uh, Google and from Samsung, and we also come back the other way. Hey, that's a really interesting idea. Let's build that into our ecosystem. Um, It works exactly like AirDrop does if you're an Apple user. It just Apple has a better name. AirDrop is a way better name than nearby share for Windows. Functionality is the same. It uses um, Bluetooth connectivity between the devices to easily share photos and other documents and other kinds of files between um, devices. And so now with nearby share for Windows, you can easily transfer files between your Android and Windows devices, whether they're computers or phones or tablets. Absolutely fascinating. It makes me think of Grover, though. Near, far. I think that would be. See, they missed a real good marketing too there. Uh, Solocore.com, Blaine Kylo. Next week, we will be talking about many of the techie game things, plus how much are these subscriptions actually costing IRL in real life? Thanks for being here, bro. Uh, Don't forget to do your homework, boys.